Hello everyone, this is Fahim Jackson and this is episode 124 of my podcast show, In The Know. This podcast is trying to guide people through the world with a variety of topics. I'm also using this platform to ask questions and try my best to answer these questions with my viewpoints of the world around me. The following episode introduction speech is for the topic of today. And that introduction speech is regarding this. God exists. What questions do we have for him? See, we tend to have a lot of questions for God. And for the longest, you are taught to never question God. Understand that everything happens for a reason. So ask what the, qu- the answer is. But as time progresses, that's just not good enough. People are going to need to have more answers for their questions if the goal is to keep the faith base around. Saying, keep, saying God created the earth in six days and rested on the seventh is too fictional. So what are some things we should do or be asking God? And that is something that I hope to accomplish with this episode, asking questions, and then try my best to answer that question from how I think the reply to that question could be explained. So for this episode, I would like for you all to listen and share with your community of friends, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Why do we have questions? Now that we know that God exists, we will have the plethora of questions. And the question to the people who are of the faith is why should we have questions? There are so many things in our society that we never question. But the moment religion is involved, we all want to step to the faith base, whatever the faith, and ask a question. Maybe it's because we believe that God created the heavens and earths. And with that said, we can't possibly comprehend a world where there are so many bad things taking place. We also have questions that are not geared mainly toward challenging the bad things, but more so aimed at how the world works. The world is one big mystery that we constantly have questions about. Scientists have a lot of questions regarding the earth, but they still have questions themselves. Not from God, because so many scientists view God as a childish and wild fantasy. They just have complex questions that God cannot answer. But as for the believers, when we reach out to God, how do we know if God is listening? So is he? Is God listening to us when we reach out to him? Let's answer that. Is God listening to your inquiry? What if God were to be listening as we asked him directly questions? Now that sounds quite odd to be talking to an omnipresent being, but how do we know if God is listening? Well, there is no way for us to understand if God is listening to us. God could possibly listen to us, yet we need a better understanding as to how. We are not able to tap into a deity and may never be able to do so. So our faith must be strong in the idea that God is listening. What would what would God be taken in if we were to be speaking to him? With so many people praying, who is important enough to be heard? I know that the Bible says that faith without works is dead. So do we even need God to be listening in order to have our prayers answered? Because if I work at whatever I'm doing and it's going well, yet I never reach out to God, does this nullify the belief? And for the people who are praying to God, some of them are not heard. How do we explain this line of reasoning? Well, we can't explain why God is not listening to people who believe in him the most. So we try to create excuses as to why he didn't answer the people who reach out for his help and guidance. But with all these questions, should we be questioning the Lord above? So that leads to the next one. Should we be questioning God? Those on the side of religion will tell you that you are not supposed to question God. Know that whatever is going on happens for a reason. 
So even when something takes place that is tragic, we automatically reach out to God for aid. Yet why? Why not just wait until he presents himself with an answer? Wait a minute. What happens if God does not come into the loop? Then people's belief systems could come into question. With all this, it makes sense for people to want to question. And with so many bad things happening around the world, you can't blame everyone. So this whole idea of not questioning the faith is not going to cut it. And why do we have questions that are unanswerable? To a degree, we have already covered it. But here's where we discuss it a little more. So many unanswerable questions. We have so many questions because as God, because as humans, we are still trying to figure out the way in which the world works. The infrastructure is something that we have figured out and we continuously work on. God is this code that won't be cracked simply because there are too many questions or too many people questioning the existence of God. And that is a question within itself. But the unanswered questions we have for God are different from the survival questions like this infrastructure example I gave above because you can actually tangibly work with the infrastructure. So here's where the questions for God further expose why we have questions. We need to be able to harness the ability to do whatever with what we are hearing. Many, when you hear praying and talk to God, what can you do with that? Does God answer with information that we need? No one actually responds like when we talk to each other as people. So let's go through some of the major questions that we have for God as a society. Why do you let wars happen? Which is the first question. This is a burning question, and the reality behind this question is that humans are wary, are a warring species. We have a nature to fight, and that can turn into something much more sinister. So if God knows this, why would he allow this to happen? One reason is that God gives man free will to move as we please. The other reason God might allow wars to take place is to give man the ability to observe our warring ways. It could be a way to get men to stop fighting. Only problem is that so many innocent people have to lose their lives as a result of the fighting. So the problem is the freedom to do so as you please, or as religion would say, free will affects the people around you. So that means your free will does not give others the free will to opt out. That is what doesn't make sense with religions believing in God. Free will should be given for people who want the free will to engage. So people forced to engage are not free will. Many are now reigning over the few. So why won't God intervene if this is going on while on his watch? This is just going to be one of those questions that leaves people baffled. Next question. Why do you allow poverty? I grew up below the poverty level. It didn't seem like it because we always had food and clothing on our backs. Yet my mother only made a very limited amount of money, somewhere around 25000 in a year. Luckily, she received support for us. Now, why would God allow such poverty to exist in a household of three innocent children? Well, logical people will suggest, why would a woman have three children that she cannot support? Only have children that you can take care of. So these same people would say, she put us in a predicament, which is not God's problem. But doesn't religion state that a house always blessed where children reside? And this makes sense because we always have food and clothing. So maybe the religion was right. Then again, children were born in the same circumstance and weren't as fortunate as us. Let's also be clear. There's poverty all around. And the world's poverty outside the United States, where I grew up, is far worse. Here's why I'm moving to the next section. Why do you allow famine? What about the people who are living in environments 
where food and water are scarce. For example, there are places from around the world where the people are wholesome and loving, yet they're facing so many infrastructural problems. How does God allow this to take place? He sees that so many people are suffering from so much. Why not step in? Yes, we all have free will, yet free will is not the reason they are stuck in this place. They have no other choice but to stay in this place. They can't help it that resources are low, so shouldn't God at least give them something? Even a rainstorm here and there is a sign of his existence, yet nothing of the like will sometimes ever come to fruition. So what now? It puts the police system in limbo. Even at times, the reason for the scarce resources is outsiders coming into the environment and robbing them of their resources. But does God step in and say or do anything? The answer is no. There's so many ways God could step in and show his face, but won't. Maybe because God does not exist, or this is more than free will believe. What are some more questions that God is being questioned? Why does God allow racism and bigotry? In America, me and others who look like myself have dealt with a great deal of hatred. The United States engaged in over 250 years of enslavement and another 100 years of segregation. So in a nation that is supposed to be free and God gives free will, where was God? Oh yes, I remember. We're in a nation that is of Christian faith base. This has been something that does not make sense to me, and I've always challenged it personally. I mean, he created the man in his likeness. Are we not God's children as well? Does he not care about what happens to us? Oh yes, I get it, more symbolism. And here's where the religion can fall apart, simply because how can one group reign supreme over another without aid from above or anyone else? Where were the people of the past free will to choose their destiny? Here we are yet again with this idea of free will. So how should God go about dealing with all of these questions? Or better yet, how would God reply to everything that I have stated? Now, what if God replied? What would he say? Let's assume that God were to take in everything that I have said. How would God respond to the questions I have stated? I am framing these questions from the standpoint of God being in existence. So if we're asking questions regarding wars, he would say that I do give man free will to live as you please, but I have my ways of dealing with the person or people later in God's time. Poverty is also a man-made problem. There's enough livestock and crops that will feed all people from around the world. But that is not what makes the marketplace valuable. There's no value in giving people things for free. Now, God would be totally fine with this, and he wouldn't judge the way people do. God would pro promise a person land of milk and honey, which keeps the poverty stricken. Now, another question I would say people ask of God is the question of famine. This can sometimes be one of those actions outside of people's control. Sometimes the environment is not equipped to paid the populace. And here's something that God should be aware of. A response would be God shows you signs to survive. And the famine could be a sign from God that you need to remove yourself from the surrounding areas. As far as racism, God could allow people to see the worst, which prompts others to get involved. So this means God was somewhat part of it. So with all that has been said, I would assume God has the response of allowing people to have free will. Only problem is that man's free will doesn't allow to have free will themselves from other people. So the faith base can and will decline over time simply because eventually God won't have a place in society at all. So with this end statement, why we have to ask questions of God. In this episode, I've tried my best to figure out the potential questions we may have for God. 
but also the potential answers that we could receive from God. I know it is tough simply because we are taught not to question God, yet you can't help but ask some questions, especially since God is supposed to be the all-seeing, all-powerful. Maybe enough time will pass where we realize that God is just a way for people to have a comfort in their lives. Or maybe the spiritual divinity of who are we will come to fruition one day. Whatever the end results, the people will continue to ask questions to God. And in my opinion, they will continue to not get responses. Or do they? Thank you for listening. Tend the know. And I'll be bringing you another episode. I will be focusing on my next series of topics. Season 3 of In the Know. And season three will be focusing on fitness and wellness. The first episode of season three will be asking the question, how do you work out every day to contribute to your fitness and wellness?